Welcome in DNVR Bets Daily, RK, alongside Professor Dre, a.k.a. the Math Magician. And uh, Mr. Math Magician, I don't know if you know this, but you are in the presence of a man who is undefeated betting on the Korean Baseball League. Never in my life have I lost a bet on the Korean Baseball League. So true. And I have never won a bet on Korean baseball, on the other hand, despite my dinos winning gloriously in shutout fashion for the zip. They did not cover the eight and a half total runs. I'm glad, though, I wasn't stripped of my nickname because of this loss and uh, concerned that after one win, your sunglasses have increased in ridiculousness to this extent already. Oh, these old things? Oh, no, these uh, these have nothing to do with uh, with me being undefeated in the history of my career betting on the Korean baseball league. These are just these are just in the normal rotation for me. <laughs> well I thought to you good sir. <laughs> uh, we'll circle back to the KBO. Um by Certainly. the way, Korean baseball, man, I was watching my LG twins on a Twitch stream mm-hmm. and man mm-hmm. The KBO knows how to stream a game. I mean, perfect quality. And that's true. I have to say, I could tell the announcers were with each other, not calling a game over Mm -hmm. Zoom because Mm -hmm. there wasn't all this awkwardness. I would honestly, and and I give a pass to everyone because production quality is difficult right now in these times. Sure. But it still really bugs me. So I would honestly rather listen to a game being called in Korean, in which I understand zero (laughs) words. Then mm-hmm. hear a game where they're talking all over each other. It's all messy. It was rough on ESPN for my dinos. I should have I should have known to switch bets and switch teams right then and there because they were talking over each other, either too much silence or talking over each other. It was just they could never find that rhythm. It's so tough. I mean, we get it, but I think at some point you kind of find that rhythm of I'm staying put or I'm jumping and I'm going. Like no one, no one get in my way. My advice for them, and I don't know how to fix this, but I could see it. I'm watching you, so I know when you stop talking. Well, they're trying to watch the game, and so they're not seeing each other, and that's where the the miscommunications are happening. Anyways, we could talk about this kind of stuff all night, but this is what the people came for. The people want good bets, and oh boy, do I think we've uncovered another one. You know, logged on to DraftKings today. And I should tell you guys that soon we are going to have a little thing called a DNVR special, mm. which is something that DraftKings and DNVR cook up together. We kind of toss them an idea. They set a line on it. And then we're going to come here and talk about it. And we're going to have some really fun stuff. Yeah. But in the meantime, just opened up old DraftKings this morning, went mm. into the uh, player prop bets. Mm. And right there, just sitting in front of me, a mine wow. of gold. The line, Mr. Math Magician, a.k.a. Professor Dre, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Drew Locke touchdown passes. Now, I have to tell you, I talked to you this morning before I logged into DraftKings, and you said, "Here's a, this would be a good line. Drew Locke over under touchdown passes 25. And I thought to mm-hmm. myself, yeah, that would be a fun line to discuss on the show. Mm-hmm. And then I went on there. And the Drew Locke over-under on touchdown passes, 20.5. Over-under 20.5. And just for funsies, 
I sent a text over to Zach Stevens and Andrew Mason and said, hey, if you were going to set the over-under on Drew Locke touchdown passes, what would you have it at? Zach Stevens came in at 26 and a half. Mm. And then Mace, you know, he's uh, I, he's always uh, the voice know, of the, reason. Fine, the voice of reason, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what he said it at twenty one. Mm-hmm. So that's still a hit uh, on on his line there. So twenty point five is the number on Drew Lock touchdown passes, even after they built the whole offense around him. They bring in a first round and a second round pick to give him more weapons, and the entire front office, the entire organization is saying we need to score more points. Well, mm-hmm. in this day and age, in the National Football League, you score points by throwing touchdown passes. Yeah, and uh, it's really, they're, they're just baiting you because I don't believe there's a lower touchdown line on this list either. And we'll get, we'll get to some of Locke's competition here. How I came up with 25 was that you know, based on the five games that Drew Locke played last year, nothing phenomenal, you know, seven touchdowns in five games. As far as passing touchdowns, that was one of the more pedestrian stats from his fairly impressive five-game stretch to start the season. So that projects out to 22 touchdowns over a 16-game season. At the same pace as he was as a rookie, you, you forget, you know, the new offensive coordinator. You forget all the new weapons, the extra year of experience, the fact that he didn't even practice last year. Forget all that. And he still would have had 22 touchdowns over the season. I said, well, you factor in some improvement, you get to 25, right? That's where the discussion becomes fun. 20 and a half. He should get to 20 and a half in 14 games, again, at the pace and play of last year, where he had some up and down games. So it's really, this is another one where I think the public's going to catch up. It's going to pick it up. You know, the Colorado betters are going to start pumping, pumping some money in this DraftKings app, and you're not going to get 20 and a half for very much longer. Yeah, we should honestly start, you know, feeding these tips to friends and family because before we come mm-hmm. on here and say it in public, yeah. Yeah, it feels like insider trading or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we're not always going to pick a Broncos bet that we think is a fantastic value. Right. Uh, and I don't want anyone to think we're just being homers here by starting off with two Broncos mm-hmm. bets that we love. But I got, I'm being completely honest when I say I logged on this morning looking for a bet and this is the first one that jumped out to me uh and i'm with you like you said last year he's on pace for 22 touchdown passes they are projecting here regression and right to me while i can understand why drew Locke would be a regression quote-unquote candidate just because you know the league didn't have film on him this and that but my eye test tells me he's an nfl quarterback Yes, and the offense around him just got significantly better. I won't go position by position like I did last night, right. but the point is, we could. The entire group around him just got better, mm-hmm. and we'll leave out the fact that even Melvin Gordon is a good receiving back, and we know he has a nose for the goal line. But that's also going to maybe take away from Drew Lock touchdown sure. passes. But when you look at the options, when he gets inside the twenties. He's going to have Jerry Judy getting open, you know, at the drop of a hat. He's going to have KJ Hamler burning through the middle or wherever you're sending him. He's going to have Noah Fant, a big target. Albert Okwebunam, or now as I'm going to call him, Albert Ochocinco, 
because he just picked number 85. He okay. is going to be an option, which, as we know, Drew Locke loved to find him uh, mm-hmm. at Missouri. Noah Fant is going to be an option. And I still haven't mentioned the Pro Bowl receiver for 1,000 yards last year, Cortland Sutton, who we know is a jump ball king. So yes, I think that this is an absolute steal. And if I were listening to this, I would go to DraftKings, use the code DNVR, sign up, and get some money down on this uh, ASAP. Because like you said, I think this one, just like the Broncos win total, is going to slowly creep its way up. I mean, I can't find out, except for the fact, the whole, you know, regression idea. I can't really figure out why this is so low. And um, I knew people were sleeping on Drew Locke, but man, this is, this is fast asleep. Yeah. I mean, what would even the, the devil's advocate, um, argument be aside from injuries right i mean that's that's the problem you could because you know and that's i try to scope everything out by poking holes in it that's where i have trouble even seeing i mean where's my argument for under 20 and a half yeah and and i think and i'm trying to pull this up right now and i'll see if i can tell you i think what it would be is just how anemic the broncos have been on the offensive side of the football for four years now you know obviously where we come from and being in Denver, we're really seeing a team that is improving rapidly. And we're looking for reasons as to why this football team is going to improve. And I think they're right there. They're right there in front of you. We talked about it last night. They've improved at almost every position on the field. Mm -hmm. They haven't gotten worse at really any, except for the one that I mentioned. And you disagreed with him. Look at that. We got someone uh, nice. getting in on it before it jumps up here. Love Chris that. K. Hill. Shout out to uh, to Chris Hill right. uh, for tuning in and for uh, taking our advice. But yeah. I think, let's see if I can find the total passing touchdowns. It's not right here in front of me. Oh, um, for the Broncos last season? Yep. But here's, you know, okay. this will illustrate yeah. it for you pretty well. They scored 28 touchdowns All total last, last yeah. season. Total. Yeah, so sixteen passing touchdowns. Sixteen. Mm-hmm. So that's seven what, though. We're locking five games. In. Right. Exactly. So th- I think that's why people are a little bit hesitant here. A little bit okay. hesitant on the Bronco. They okay. have been trash on offense. Sure. I mean, sure. Sure. Right. Uh, you and I, and just about anyone probably listening to this, has watched every game, and it's like watching molasses drip down a wall or something like oh, that. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. brutal. But I think that this is where, you know, um, being in market and having the closer look at things gives you a little bit of advantage. The national eye is not paying attention to the Broncos, except for, you know, the love that they're getting for the draft class they had. The national eye isn't really seeing that this is a team that could improve dramatically on offense. The bar is set so low. So, right. You mentioned the Daniel Jones numbers, and that really excited me. Yeah, because the Pat Shermer factor is really huge in here. And, you know, again, you want to talk anemic offenses. How many, and we do this professionally, how many Giants targets that Daniel Jones was throwing to can we even name off the top of our head? Benny Fowler. Cody Latimer. <laughs> well, you got me there. You you wanted to go deep. That's true. Um, you know, it's the wide receiver options, though, were limited outside of Sterling Shepard. And you do have a nice tight end in Ingram and Saquon Barkley. But 
you know, comparable to guys that the Broncos have. Uh, he was on, he was averaging under Pat Shermer as a rookie, Daniel Jones, 1.8 touchdowns per game last year. 1.4 is what Locke was averaging. That over 16 games, though, that difference of 0.4, that comes out to 29 and a half touchdowns for Daniel Jones in 2016. And just think, I mean, I don't think it's, you know, anytime I see and DK has Daniel Jones's touchdown line at 25 and a half. And anyone who knows me is anytime I see Daniel Jones getting better stuff than Drew Locke, I'm a bit triggered. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> you and me I, both, because we yeah. sat there on the field yeah. in Mobile, yeah. Alabama. I mean, literally uh, as close as I am to this computer from Daniel Jones and Drew mm. Locke and watched Locke just absolutely outperform him. It'll right. it'll never make any sense to me how one Daniel Jones went number six overall mm-hmm. and two how how Drew Locke went so much further after him. I mean, that's something that I think will be talked about for a long, long time as a big miss. But it still hasn't quite proven itself out. And again, that's why you're getting an opportunity like this one that DraftKings has presented here. I mean, I don't know about you. I'll probably take the under on Daniel Jones. Talk about regression. You're losing right. Pat Shermer. Yep. And... I never, I mean, he really tailed off after a pretty hot start. You know, he he earned that Danny Dimes nickname, and I was sweating. I was actually sweating because mm-hmm. when we were at the Senior Bowl, we didn't, we obviously didn't know Drew Locke was going to be a Denver <laughs> yeah. Bronco. Right. And you can go back and listen to those podcasts. We were in love with Drew Locke from day one, and we could not stand Daniel Jones. Oh, yeah. And so, Throughout last season, I thought you saw him start to regress to the mean a little bit, and I think that's going to uh, bear itself out again this year. Right. That's definitely a guy who I think, you know, teams might have started to figure out and adjusting to a new coordinator and not adding too many weapons on that offense. That's going to allow him, you know, he might plateau a bit. Well, Locke, I think the arrow is just pointing up, and the New York bias is what's really playing into this, right? Because if Daniel Jones was in Denver and the numbers were all the same and Drew Locke was in New York, oh man, the situation's almost certainly reversed. That's another situation where I'm like, I we literally said, and uh, in, in, I'll stop talking about the senior bowl here in a second, but we literally said on the podcast after we met Daniel Jones, whew, you know, if I were the Giants, I would not want oh, that man. guy dealing with the New York media. And I'm sure he'll figure it out over time, but he was not cut out for it. And if there's anyone who is cut out for dealing with cutthroat media, it's Drew Locke. And he, so another reason why I think they'll be kicking themselves when they go back uh, 10 years from now and look at that decision. But this is a, this is a nice little opportunity here, 20 and a half. And that the Daniel Jones thing, you know, you mentioned that Drew was on pace for 22 and a half, but I think, or 22, but I think, the Daniel Jones numbers excite me even more when it comes to this line. Um, mm. Pat Shermer is going to really want to pump mm-hmm. the ball into the end zone mm-hmm. with Drew Locke. And every move that the Broncos have made have shown us that, except for, of course, Melvin Gordon. And if you're Drew Locke, if you're even a better on this line, you still want Melvin Gordon to get red zone touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got 16 mm-hmm. games here to hit 21. Right. You want Melvin Gordon to take a little bit of the pressure off Drew, so when they get into the red zone, they're a little more unpredictable. Absolutely. But in the end, I think that Drew has a chance to not just get 21, but 
get closer to 30 uh, and really blow this line away. Mm-hmm. And this could be a, you know, a week 12 type of cover. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I think by late August, this line will be at 22 and yeah, the, that'll be covered by Thanksgiving. All right. There you go. So Joe, go on, hit up DraftKings, use the code DNVR. And we thank DraftKings for presenting yes. this show here as we are going to be bringing it to you every day, every night. Um, We'll, 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 we've been going evenings early here. We'll probably settle out uh, a little earlier as time goes on. But this has been fun. Um, as you can see, future still very bright. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, get on. Hit up DraftKings. Use the code DNVR. Get, take advantage of some of their sign-up bonuses. They have a, a couple cool ones. One, they'll give you a free bet that matches the first bet you make. So if you're Mm -hmm. thinking, Oh my God, I want to hammer this, or I want to go hammer the 7.5. We'll take advantage of that free first bet, whatever first bet you make, they're going to match it. I believe up to $200 and you'll get a free bet of the same size. So if you want, you could go put a sum on the Broncos over uh, the 7.5. And then Mm -hmm. if you want, you can go you you'll get that matched and you could throw that on this one and and then you know uh, uh towards the end of the season you'll be able to cash in on both of those so hit up DraftKings and check that out and then we got to talk about my new favorite sports league the KBO and just in time for Chris Hill's uh comment here he says he needs to start cashing tickets well I can't relate because I cashed one last <laughs> night at 2 a.m. Oh, as man. my LG Twins went in and just dominated the Deuce on Bears on banner night. Like, Deuce on comes in. They've got the patch on their sleeve for winning. Uh, what is it? The KSC? KSC, Kurt? yeah. The Korean Series <laughs> Championship, yep, I believe. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of messed up. Like, the U.S. is like, this is the <laughs> World Series. That's and everyone else is like, what? Like, well, I guess ours is just the Korean series. If they <laughs> right. got the whole world. Uh, anyways, they go yeah. in there on banner night and just shellack them. Uh, eight to two, I believe, was the final. My guy on the mound, whose name is Three Symbols, absolutely just dominated. Uh, he he put out an absolute gem out there, and, and he mm-hmm. only gave up one earned run. So they won that one. Cashed on uh, my, my LG Twins money line last night plus 119 tonight a little bit of a later start don't know if i'm gonna be able to stay up for this whole one this one doesn't start until 1 30 a.m uh but lg That's twins easy. again i'm letting it ride i'm letting wow. it ride one and you're getting a yeah the plus 155 tonight i plus love that five okay. i think uh, the title chase has just begun for the lg twins and they're sending a message over there to Doosan. And I apologize Boy. if I'm mispronouncing that place or whatever that is company. So you don't know at this point. <laughs> it's true. It's true. In fact, the LG and LG Twins is uh, like LG phones and stuff. No, it stands for Let's Go. Oh, okay, fine. Let's Go um, Twins. Yeah, the Dinos let me down. Now, interesting trend in the KBO after our Patrick Lyons on the show reported that the balls were going back to being juiced this year. The over-under total runs, which went from eight, eight and a half, now they're all in the nines. We even have a 10. So we're going the other way. 
Lotte Giants against KT Wiz Suwon. And I think KT Wiz is enough. (laughs) If he is, he he would be too hot to handle, even (laughs) for this show. I'm taking the under on total runs for 10 there. Are they just anticipating that all the aces were out yesterday and now these these number two pitchers just aren't going to be able to hang? That's true. I mean, let me tell you, my LG Twins ace... I'm going to get action on him every single time he's out there. This man has a curveball that no one in Korea has ever seen before. Like, no one could touch it except for one guy who went yard on it. That was his one earned run. No one else could touch this thing. And I think uh, someone, I think it was Ruto last night in the DNVR KBO baseball chat uh, said, I, this is an entire league of people who can't hit curveballs. So my guy with the hook on the twins, <laughs> he's getting my bet every day. I'm going to give you two more though, Ryan, because I'm not, I'm not healthy with being down one. So I'm going to, I'm going to either put myself in a horrendous KBO hole or I'm going to climb out of it like a champ and be on top starting tomorrow already. So I'm taking the Lotte Giants. Uh, you know, we're taking the money line straight up. I'm getting a plus 125 for them to win two in a row against KT Wiz. And then against your twins. I'm taking the defending champs, Doosan Bears, to bounce back and win tonight. And you're hitting the money line on that? I'm hitting the money line. I, I'm only going to be able to give you half a win. That's fine. Should that I take happens. the points? I'll well, take the points. Okay. I mean, if I'll you take won't... the run line. I'll take the run line. I'm taking the Bears at minus one and a half. Okay. All right. I go. mean, terrible, terrible bet. But oh. you know what? You can, I mean, you defending go champs, baby. When you got the defending champs on your side, there's no and stopping you. I didn't, um, I didn't put the disclaimer in front of our KBO talk today. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you this: when it comes to the Broncos prop bets, we know what we're talking about. Right. right, right. When it comes to the KBO, we don't. But my guy Chris Hill is uh, is running with me anyway. He's gonna ride, uh, and I guess that means he's fading you, which is great. Anyway, so we shall see. We. Shall see indeed. I, unfortunately, you'll probably have to see in the morning, even though I'm tempted, tempted to get the old KBO Twitch stream going up again tonight at 1.30, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I think that's going to do it. So as we said, Drew Locke over under 20 and a half. That is the bet to get today. We will be back with you tomorrow with something yes. good. And maybe, just maybe, our first dnvr special tomorrow i'm really excited if we're able to roll it out so it should be awesome thank you guys so much for tuning in to another edition of dnvr bets daily presented by DraftKings sportsbook shout out DraftKings sportsbook use that code dnvr